I'm envious of our next guest on the country. His name is Philip Gregan. He's the chief executive of the New Zealand Wine Growers and he's also chair of the New Zealand International Business Forum. And the reason why I'm envious is today, uh, Philip Gregan, you are sitting in Queenstown. It was frosty in Dunedin this morning. I can only imagine how wonderful the day will be today in Queenstown. Good afternoon. Uh, Good afternoon, Jamie. Yes, it's a beautiful day. Um, somewhat cold though, but uh, that's good. We need some uh, cold weather at this time of the year for the vine, so uh, there's always a positive side. We'll come back to your wine growers hat, if you want, that you wear. I want to talk to you in your capacity as a speaker at the upcoming Primary Industry Summit in Auckland next month, and you're going to be talking on trade and the markets, and that's what we're focusing on this week in our Future of Farming series. Can I ask you about a free trade deal with the EU? And I know that the Prime Minister and Damien O'Connor are heading over there. Will carbon emissions be a make or break for an FTA with the EU? Look, can I sort of step slightly back uh, from that? And uh, and, and this applies um, in the wine industry, it applies uh, in the wider, wider primary sector. Um, if we think about uh, where our customers live and the values that they have, you know, they are people who are living in New York or Chicago, um, Toronto or Vancouver, Shanghai, Seoul, um, Tokyo. They are, um, they are, in general terms, people with... Um, uh, an urban view of the world, they have urban aspirations and they are quite disconnected um, from production systems. So uh, I think one of the things that we are seeing in trade deals in, in general are uh, moving from just being about uh, trade per se to uh, a reflection of some of those, those wider issues, sustainability, labour, uh, and increasingly, things such as uh, things such as such as carbon, and, and and I think that's in climate change, and I think that's the the big picture around trade, uh, which um, we as uh, producers in New Zealand, who are aiming to sell to the rest of the world, need to come to grips with. So that's our point of difference. That's our competitive advantage. Y- yes, it is. I, I think if we are. Um, if we truly believe in sustainability, if we are uh, market-led, there is a very good nexus there between our uh, aspirations as producers and the aspirations of the people we're selling to. So, and, and I think New Zealand agriculture in general is in many ways better connected with the market than many other um, uh, producers simply because we don't have any subsidies and there's a, there's a lack of government intervention in New Zealand. What's the state of the New Zealand wine industry at the moment? I know COVID has been a huge bump on the road, but for instance, our Sauvignon Blancs are world famous. Yeah, so I think uh, overall our sit rep, as it were, is the, is the industry's in a, a, in a good place. Uh, we've had a good vintage, increased supply. We've been... Um, um, We've been hamstrung by shortage over the last couple of years, but we've had an improved vintage, and, and so that's that's really positive. However, like everybody else, we're facing all the uncertainty about uh, inflation, which has returned after 30 years on the back burner. 
uh, and you've got the war in Ukraine and all those sorts of things going on at the moment. So there's just a higher level of uncertainty uh, about the global economic situation than we've seen in a long time. Climate change, how will that affect the wine industry? Will the wine industry end up moving south? Uh, I think, look, that um, that's one of the options we actually have in New Zealand, uh, and which is a which is a which is a positive. Um, if you compare us with some other uh, countries who don't have the the option of um, moving either uh, up an altitude or um, um, into higher, slightly higher latitudes, um, we're relatively well positioned. But um, I think we uh, need to do our best as well to mitigate uh, our contribution to climate change. Final question for you, and put on your hat as the chair of the New Zealand International Business Forum. We had the example recently of our Prime Minister in the United States touting our uh, zero-carbon beef. What value can you put on that? Or is there a value you can put on that when, due to her international profile, she can get on some of those big talk shows, for instance, in the United States? Hopefully she can pull the same trick off in Europe. Uh, hopefully she can in Europe. Look, I, I think it, it goes back to the first point I made. We're selling into urban markets uh, and we need to appeal to those markets. And uh, the, the um, Prime Minister's trip to the US, I think, really well reflect, uh, reflected that philosophy. So any coverage we can get that uh, enhances our sustainability credentials has got to be good news for exporters. Philip Gregan, thanks for your time and being part of our Future of Farming series here on The Country, brought to you this week by Silver Fern Farms. Cheers. Cheers, Johnny.